0: Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. While my core business and expertise is construction and development, I own several businesses in two other arenas, real estate, including sales, finance, and insurance, and construction product companies like cabinetry, flooring, an interior design firm that creates jaw-dropping impressions when someone walks through the door. These three areas allow me to be a better builder and solely focused on luxury homes valued at over $1 million. We service every facet along the residential home journey. Buy, sell, design, build, finance, furnish, and maintain. I have won 10 National Aurora Awards for standout kitchen and bath design and build projects. And the Ramos family name is synonymous with thousands of successful residential and commercial construction projects in the Southeast United States since 1956. Let Ramos Design Build help you with the home of your dreams today. Call 813-259-1111 or go to RamosDesignBuild.com.
1: Let me help you make your dream a reality. So you got all this construction going on in uh, in Tampa, and uh, you know you just look around and it just really seems like uh, it's just a, it's a doggy dog world out there. I mean, if people are just they're going nuts. They're they're outbidding their neighbors. They're just trying to scoop it all up. I mean, is that is that the uh, the the mark of a of a healthy real estate environment?
0: Yeah, I think it's, you know, a great environment. I think what's it's great for sellers because it's a low inventory area. Um, times and it's it's tedious and hard for buyers, you know, cuz it's hard to you know, be ready to buy and to jump on some of these products that they're competing with people that are in the business. There are yeah. other builders that are competing and buying property that they can demo or renovate and tear down. You know, fixer fixer uppers and things like that. But it's it's good. It's healthy, and you know, when you see a lot of construction going on in different parts in different parts of uh, Tampa Bay, and you see, you know, trucks and cranes and you know roofs going up and things like that, it's always positive.
1: Yeah. Do you think that the uh, the kind of the allure and the prestige of uh, you know South Tampa is overrated.
0: No, it's not. I mean, when you look at other markets around the country, any area that's close to downtown, that's treed lots, you know, with very little restrictions, is going to be the highest value. Period. End of story. Yeah. Why is that? Because it's the you know you want to be in the urban core. You mm-hmm. want to be close to restaurants. You want to be close to things. I mean, people want to be um, close to great schools and things like that. It doesn't mean that the outskirts are are any any lesser. Mm. Um, there's markets like West chase that's been stronger than ever, you know, people love it. But, you know, in in, in the same sense, you know, when you're looking at a South, you know, someone from South Tampa, if you haven't lived in a bigger city, you know, driving 45 minutes is not a big deal. (laughs) You know, but Mm. a lot of times you're, you know, a lot of folks in South Tampa or downtown St. Pete, they're like, Oh, driving, I got to drive. You know, yeah. 10 minutes out of the way. I don't want to do that.
1: What do you think about the, the South Tampa marketplace, uh, you know, compared to North Tampa marketplace when you keep it in the context of, uh, you know, all the development that's going to be happening in downtown Tampa in the next 10 years? I mean, they're talking about adding 40 buildings down there, completely uh, uh, just you know de- demoing you know half of this area and just building it all up around the uh, Amelie Arena, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Of course, the Lightning owner Jeff Finnick doing that. I mean, what then? Once that's complete in 2027, I think was the projected end date. Once that complete, what does that mean to the property value of of South Tampa, North Tampa? You know, what w- what is going to see the best? I mean, since
0: the past know. recession, there's been a lot of growth in the urban core. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we Um, previous to the recession previous was, you know, the, was the outside, you know, the the perimeter of Tampa Bay growing. Um, so all the way as South as Apollo beach, you know, into Sarasota and then as North of Pasco and things like that. So the urban core is getting developed right now, which is great. And the property values that are closest to the urban core have always, in every major city, have always increased at the fastest rate. Yeah. You know, if you're able to afford it and it's in your budget, it's the best place to live. Yeah. Now, that's easier said than done. Yeah. You know, because you don't want to live in a hovel just because you're in this great lot and this great neighborhood and you're having to sacrifice living into a home that, you know, needs a new kitchen and every, all these things that you can't really afford. Yeah. You know, so it's a fine balance. But if you can afford it, you know, definitely your property in South Tampa or in any urban core is gonna grow at a lot faster rate.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, so when you continue in the whole South Tampa conversation, you know, you got the, they, they basically, it's roped off by Kennedy and, and Dale Mabry. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you start getting further south and, and then you, you've you basically got the southern border, which is uh, Gandy. Um, but you see, you're see, you seeing tremendous development south of Gandhi now in the Ballast Point areas. You're seeing just people, you know, they're, they're scooping up a lot of house down there for, you know, a couple hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar discount. Uh, do you recommend uh, looking into the Ballast Point area if you want the, you know, the amenities and the the benefit of living in South Tampa, but maybe not the, the economic confines of living in South Tampa?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it fits your, you know, your family, you know, the only big difference that people say is after they get past Chapin, I believe, you know, and then it's Robinson District. But Robinson is a is a great school now. Yeah. I, you know, in the past, there was it wasn't as good. It didn't rank as high. But um, you know, it's a great school. The elementary schools south of of Gandhi are great. You know, so it's just a matter of time, and you know, these properties are getting you know bought up, and new homes are going in neighborhoods that you would never have ex- expected to see some of this value. Yeah. You know, these great grand new homes for five hundred thousand dollars next to a home that's worth one hundred and fifty. Yeah. What do you think about
1: that? I mean, it's, I was talking to somebody the other day. It's like, life, literally you know, I, it's, went, it's, I went I went to a house. Yeah. And uh, uh, my buddy was thinking about uh, getting it, and it was over a million dollars. I was like, "Man, what do you do again? Like, what what, what kind of job do you have?" He's like, "Had a 1.5 million dollar house, and literally sitting right next to it is this house that it's pro- lot value. Yeah, probably. You know, it looks like it's falling down. the The, the landscaping's all overgrown. I, you it, you almost thought that if anybody lived in there, it's probably just like a dead body because it can't be actually anything else that lives in there. A human being could not live in that house. Yep, there it is, sitting right next to a house that they listed for one point four nine nine million.
0: Yeah, and and going back to you know having great consultants. So if you have an agent and a group of people, whether it's a loan officer or an agent that can guide you well, you know, real estate is great. So you can be a pioneer. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you need to recognize that if you're a pioneer going into a street similar to that, you may win, you mm-hmm. know, and conquer. And there's going to be more development going going forward or you may get an arrow in your back. Yeah. And and then you may have the nicest home on the block. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, you try to stay as conservative as possible, try to be the worst home on the block yeah. and then do your upgrades and hey, things well, like that, well, but it doesn't always work that way.
1: Yeah. When it comes to South Tampa, um, you know, do you there's that kind of that old that old saying, you know, you you don't want to be the first, you know, $800,000 house on a block or you don't want to be the whatever the block is, you want to be within that price range of that block. That does, that seems n- to not apply well, when it comes it's, to that area. It's,
0: it's very similar to any urban core neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know. So you're going to see growth. You're going to see you know the homes that those people haven't wanted to sell for Little whatever reason, you know. and they're not putting any money in the home, and they're getting into retirement age, and you're wondering like, why is this guy still here? Yeah. You know, but it's their home. They, they don't have to sell. You know, <laughs> yeah.
1: Not to be um, cynical about it. So right and right
0: those now. homes are getting you know door knocks and people are sending letters to them mm-hmm. daily. You know, I know a lot of different brokerages, not just REMAX Beta Bay, a lot of agents are actually going after some of these homes that, that they realize they haven't traded in 25, 30 years. Yeah. And they look like they're not, they don't belong in the neighborhood now. And people are trying to buy them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the hottest neighborhood right now in South Tampa in your, in your regards?
0: God, the hottest neighborhood. I think there's several. But um, South Tampa in general is growing like crazy. Yeah, um, Undervalued. How about that? Undervalued. The,
1: the, under, the, the most undervalued neighborhood that's going to see dramatic spillover in the next five, seven years.
0: Well, I see what you mentioned off of West Shore. Yeah. Um, south of Gandy, a little bit north of Gandy. Mm-hmm. Um, all that area. Hopefully they can figure out West Shore. Um, It's yeah. really difficult to turn at cer- certain it's times terrible. of the day. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's I was
1: driving down West Shore uh, yesterday around 630, and I was I was uh, stuck at the, uh, the Gandy Light. And I sat through five cycle of lights before I could get through it. It took me, it took me about 25 minutes. Like, I basically, you know, you know, if you're headed down west shore and head south, and then you come across that giant DeBartolo property that they yeah. just haven't developed yeah. yet, uh, that's, that's where the line started for the light, which had to be like four miles down the road. I was like, this is just, this is horrible. Yeah, I mean, the,
0: you know, the resources that they have there being on the water and being close to St. Pete, Um, there's a new neighborhood that's going up. That's right where Imperial Yacht and Basin was was, you know, way back. I'm dating myself, but on the corner of Gandhi and West Shore, there on the south side, um, near the West Shore Yacht Club. But um, all that area there is nice. You know, it's it's good stuff. It's going to be on the water, and then along with the neighborhood that you mentioned, um, you know, so that's a great, you know, that's a great value right now. You know, it's all relative. You know, so somebody that looks at you know, $300,000 property and it's a piece of junk home on it. They're like value. This is terrible. You know, I'd rather live in something. So it's all relative to who the audience is, but from a standpoint of development, you know, tear down and build, you know, that's a great value, you
1: know, as it relates to, you know, South Tampa.